The following podcast is an excerpt from the book Stress Undressed, available on Amazon as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Stress of Covering Responsibility. Bob is a 52 year old male whose life is a living hell. Addiction stole Bob's job, destroyed his marriage and health and left him renting a small room from his eldest son. None of these losses, however, were the major part of his living hell. His living hell was that his youngest son was addicted to heroin. Bob lived in constant fear and torment. He questioned his every action. Should he give money to his son? Should he help him find a place to live? Should he even talk to his son? Bob's living hell is the stress of covering responsibility. As humans, we function best when we are personally responsible, able to care for ourselves, and function with a meaningful purpose. There are times, however, when this is not possible, and you are in the position where you have to provide necessary care, boundaries, and security for someone you care about that is not willing or able to function independently. In the New Testament, we read, Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Galatians 6 verse 5 from the Message Translation. It is hard enough to be responsible for yourself in this ever-changing, confusing world let alone to have to be responsible for another who is unable or unwilling to be responsible for themselves. This type of stress is part of several different life situations. One of the most stressful life experiences is to be the spouse of someone with dementia. In this situation, day-to-day life feels like a prison with a life sentence. Both you and the person you are caring for are trapped. You never know what to expect, and you, as the responsible party, are often the target of accusation, disrespect, and abuse. You know, as you walk through the day, you will step on an accusatory landmine, but you don't know when. The enormous stress of parenting is another example of this stress of covering responsibility. Parenting takes you from caring for a completely dependent and vulnerable little creature through times of adolescent rebellion and irresponsibility to the struggles of early adulthood. No one is adequately equipped to be a parent. It is one thing to be a parent with this stress of responsibility for another when you are young, but it is another thing when you are older. I don't know how grandparents can raise their grandchildren, yet I live in a state where 60% of grandparents are raising their grandchildren. Being responsible for others as a parent is very stressful. Another area where this stress of being responsible for someone else is experienced is caregiving. Caregiving could be caring for a spouse with dementia, caring for an aging parent, caring for a disabled child, or even keeping an eye on an aging neighbor. 
This type of stress is magnified by the fact that if you are the caregiver, it is almost impossible to get a break. Many great books have been written on the stresses with ongoing caregiving, and if you are in this position, you may want to read them. Lastly is the stress of social responsibility for individuals who are unable or unwilling to be responsible for themselves. As an example, it is stressful for a medical provider to continue to provide ongoing, high-quality care to members of their community that take no responsibility for their health. How much caring energy should you devote to an obese diabetic that continues to eat fast food and consume large volumes of soda? It is stressful for society to take responsibility for those who do not take responsibility for themselves. And in an age of entitlement, this stress is growing. So if you find yourself in one of these situations, what can you do? How can you possibly survive? The first step is to recognize what this stress really is. The stress in this situation of being responsible for another comes from tension or imbalance between love and trust. If you did not love or care for the person you're responsible for, then there would be little felt stress. The battle we face is what does love look like when we are in the position of caring for someone where they cannot be trusted to care for themselves. In a healthy, non-stressful relationship, there is a balance between love and trust. On the love side, there is compassion when you care deeply about the other, and over time, this caring becomes deeper and more meaningful. With a healthy relationship, there is also patience. No one is perfect, and patience needs to be present as our compassion grows for another. With a healthy relationship, we also have trust. Trust grows when there is an authenticity and dependability. Yes, there will be times when trust weakens and falters, but with compassion and patience, these potential conflicts can be resolved and the relationship can grow. With a healthy relationship, there is also personal responsibility. With personal responsibility, you can trust the other will share the load, allowing the trust to grow and the relationship is strengthened. On the other hand, when a growing distrust develops, an incredible strain is put on the relationship and produces a lot of stress. When distrust develops, the person you once cared about is experienced as being more unpredictable and undependable. With increasing irresponsibility, the balance between love and trust is strained as the responsible person in the relationship becomes more exhausted. With increasing exhaustion, trust erodes even more. If a relationship were a brick wall, love and compassion would be the mortar, and trust would be the bricks. It takes both love and trust to build a healthy, productive relationship. So now you're in a situation where you love someone, but it is not safe to trust them. This situation is the stress of covering responsibility. Now, what do you do? 
Firstly, reaffirm that you do love them. It is a common and natural reaction to deny this love when the going gets very difficult. But remember, it is the tension between love and trust that is the cause of this stress, not your lack of love. You do care, even if at times you do not feel like it. Now, if you continue to care and want to avoid being crushed by stress, you will need to establish boundaries. Boundary setting will free you to act without having to make emotional decisions in the heat of the battle. Choose your battles carefully and, if possible, do not set the boundaries in isolation. If you are dealing with an acting out adolescent, there is a sample of a behavior boundary contract in the PDF section of the Fractured Resilience website. Feel free to use it as a guide. If you are dealing with a parent or spouse, it is a good idea to develop these boundaries with all the other family decision makers. It will not work out well if you take your spouse's keys away only to have them given back by a naive son or daughter. You may need boundaries or contracts in the following situations. A rebellious adolescent, a family member with addiction issues, an aging parent, such as when should driving be stopped or cooking or using a ladder, or an adult child requesting a financial bailout. These boundaries can be difficult to set in the heat of the moment when things are not going well. So try to think ahead of the conflict and start the discussion early. There are many times when the burden of this type of stress is just too much to carry alone. You need help. This help could come from other family members, neighbors, community or church programs or other groups. Explore what is available early and develop a plan on how and when to request the needed help. Formulate your plan before you are too exhausted to call in any help. As mentioned in some of the other sections, dealing with different types of stress, remember to be and stay deliberately thankful. This conflict between love and trust when you are responsible for a loved one can easily drag you into a deep pit of despair. Take time daily to write out five things you are thankful for. It may save your sanity. If your stress is in the area of covering responsibility, breathe, ask for help, don't personalize, set boundaries, and be thankful. I hope that by being able to visualize the elements or categories of stress, that it will encourage an ability to get hold of stress so it does not get hold of you. Hopefully, these tools will help you deal with the stress that comes from the stress of covering responsibility. Remember, live humbly and honestly with thanksgiving, and you will have a lot less destructive stress.